Okay, here we go. Parshas Nitzavim Vayelech Tachin Pei. And those of you who have been following the Shia for at least a year, uh, and if you keep the notes, you might see that there's something very special about Nitzavim Vayelech Tachin Pei. There's already been a Shia Vayelech Tachin Pei. Or at least, we already had Vayelech. I don't remember if we gave a Shia last year. I forgot to check the notes. It might have been Shabbat Shuvah or something, but this is the second time we're laying Parshas Vayelech in this year. Tachin Pei, first and last Shabbos of the year, an unusual occurrence. Uh, before coming up with Tavshin Pei Aleph, which is just on the uh, around the corner, which itself is a very unique year. Uh, somebody sent me recently, but again, you have Erev Pesach Shachal Yisbeshavis and a Purim Mishulash and Asar Beteves on Friday and Vatodienu uh, more than every other year. I think in Chutz Laaretz Vatodienu is said five times. Um, this this next Motzi Shabbos it's said here by everyone in Eretz Yisrael as well. So again, a lot of a lot coming up. But this year, Tavshin Pei, we have Nitzavim and Vayelech. So we start off again with a thought at the beginning of Nitzavim, as we will continue uh, next week. Um, there's no Parsha Shir. There's no Parsha next week. I'm not sure what's going to have other Shirim. Shabbos Shuva will be the following week, but uh, we'll figure out exactly. Maybe I'll do Hazinu next week, or Shabbos Shuva will be the following week, depending on on time. We'll uh, we'll see and we'll uh, and we'll announce. Okay. So we start off with the Tanchuma. The Tanchuma at the beginning of the Parsha. Atem Nitzavim Hayom Kolchem, the Medrash Tanchuma at the beginning of the Parsha, says, in Surah number one, Ksiv Atem Nitzavim Hayom Kolchem, Mipreima Asan Moshe Matseva. Why did Moshe make them a Matseva? For the word Nitzavim, he made them stand. Made them stand. Mutzav. Mipnei Shemishtamshin Midas Ladas. Because they are moving from Da'as to Da'as. What does that mean? It becomes clear in the Medrash. Midas Moshe, Lidas Yoshua. Leadership is changing. And when leadership is changing, Moshe Rabbeinu made them a Matseva. Midas Yoshua, Lidas Zakanim. And also from Yeshua the Zakanim, we find the same thing. Af Yoshua, son Matseva. Shenem at the end of Yoshua, Perachav Dalid. He gathered them all in Shechem. And Shmuel Anavi, when he was finishing his reign as leader, and he was passing it over to the Melachim, Shmuel, according to many, the Barbanel, was the last Shofet. Shmuel, again, does not appear in Sefer Shoftim, but at the beginning of Shmuel, he was the last Shofet, and he was the transition from the world of Shoftim to the world of Melachim. He appointed and anointed the uh, What's the message? What does it mean, make them a matzeva? Moshe to Yoshua, Yoshua to Zekanim, and Shmuel to uh, the time period of the Malachim. Says the Musar HaNeviyim. The Musar HaNeviyim is Rabbi Ginsburg, formerly from Denver, Colorado. Beautiful set of Sfarim on Neviyim. So this is uh, from the Pasik in uh, Shmuel Aleph, in Perak Yudbeis, by the context of Shmuel. Says the Musar Neviyim, Tchunas ha'adam hi, Kshehu no seine zedavar lachavero. When I give a present to a friend, Hu roe mitchila, I check, Shemashu no seine naki mi blishum lichlach. I don't want to give a dirty present. I don't want to give mulichlach. I, I check it, I clean it, I shine it. I want to make sure it's beautiful when I give it. Ki nafsho shal adam katze, Lekabal davashu mulichlach. Because if I would get something putrid and dirty, and stains... So then, it's not so nice. So imagine somebody gives me a present, somebody gives me a shirt that has a big stain on it. <laughs> person wouldn't do that. That if I get it, like, what kind of present is this? So before they give it, the no sein no matana, 
checks it and cleans it. So all of these leaders, what's the message? At the end of their tenure, at the end of their leadership, they try to get the cloud to do tshuva. They try to raise them up. They try to clean them and shine them and give over Klai Yisrael in a beautiful tar state so that the next leader will get them in such a, such a refined manner. Without any, any, anything false and anything faulty. Get them to do tshuva. And remove the dirt. They made them stand. All the Bnei Yisrael were made to stand. Hainu. He got them to do, he got them to do, uh, So that's what it means, Matseva. Moshe Rabbeinu and Yoshua and Shmuel made sure that the gift was beautiful and pure before they, before they were given over. So that's what we have. We have, that's all of Sefer Dvarim, but as we get closer to the end, Nitzavim ayom kolchem, Moshe Rabbeinu is giving them the chizik speech. Moshe Rabbeinu, stay true to who you are. Recognize that you are all at our Sinai. Again, every, every word in these parshios, every pasik is a pep talk that Moshe Rabbeinu is giving. Uh, again, a very different feel. If we just read the psukim in Dvarim, then anywhere else in the Torah, even where mitzvahs are mentioned, Moshe Rabbeinu is, is trying to bring them up and to make sure that they're on a level before he gives them over. Good. So, Moshe Rabbeinu says, you're all here, Tapchem, Neshechem, V'gerecha, Shebekerev, Machanecha, everyone's here, Mechote, Vetzecha, Shoei, Vemecha, right, from the water, from the wood choppers to the water carriers, right, many point out the question, what does that mean? Really, you say from A to Z. This is like from A to A, they're the same societal group. Okay, La'avrecha, but why are you all here, says the Pasuk, La'avrecha, Bivris Hashem Elokecha, to pass you through, or as Uncle says, La'alusach, to bring you up, Bivris Hashem Elokechu so in the covenant of Hashem your God, and His Allah, and His oath, Asher Hashem Elokecha, Koresim Chayyav, that Hashem is, Kores, is, is having with you today, this covenant. Laman, what's the purpose of the covenant? To be an Am for him. And he will be a God for you. To fulfill the promise of the of the Avos. Says the Jerusham Lechetzehem, Revolner from Ashkelon. We've quoted from here before. Says the Jerusham Lechetzehem. Mataras Kobris. Let's think about this covenant for a moment. Mataras Kobris, Eino Ela. Let me just ask it as a question. They already had a covenant at Harsinai. They already were connected to HaKadosh Baruch This is 40 years later. Did something happen? What changed now as compared to earlier? If Solveitschik develops this, there's the Sinai covenant, there's the Arbos Moab covenant, but really one might say, what was it needed for? What was added? What was added in this covenant did we become closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? We already were connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Right? So what is it about the bris here? So that's the question maybe that he's trying to answer. Mataras kol bris, eina ela haftachas v'avlata shola bereos. 
the, the purpose of any covenant, the treaty, is a promise and a commitment of peace and friendship. And mutual protection of each other. That's a covenant. Remember in Sefer Yoshua? They made a covenant with the Givonim. It wasn't a good one. It wasn't supposed to be, but then but Israel had to protect the Givonim from the other nations. What is the most dangerous um, state and an enemy of the Jewish people? Inner fighting. We're such a small nation as it is. We think, it's some other countries, let's just compare. I grew up in the United States. There are two major parties. How many parties are there in Eretz Yisrael? Many, many more parties in the government. Okay, but, you know, they say, two Jews, three opinions. But there are so many groups. Okay, if it's stayed in the intellectual, that's one thing. But Rahman al-Assam, sometimes it gets personal. Sometimes we're mifurat, umifuzar, like Haman said. Ba'omid b'ktatos umarivos. Ech yocholam uruliskayim bin kolam How could we stand? How could we survive? She'omdim mu'uchadim negdo. You know what Hashem added here? To protect you. Yes, the covenant is between you and me, Hashem says. But I need you to be a strong you. And how do you be a strong you? By being a united you. How are you a united you? Arvos. The halacha that was added, the kanta that was added, as we know, an arvos moav is arvos. Call Yisrael arevim zelazeh. Mutual responsibility. Because if we want a covenant with God, we have to have a covenant with each other. We're held accountable for each other's sins. And each one is achroi on the maisim. Right, there's a difference now. It's an amazing marsha in Mesecha Sanhedrin. The marsha points out that we know in Sefer Yoshua, Yoshua bin Nun, uh, after Yericho was defeated, so he was machrim. He was machrim all of the spoils. He said, all the spoils are off limits. We're giving it to, we're leaving it. We're not benefiting from it. And what happens afterwards? They went to I, and then they were pushed back. And they find out that somebody took from the spoils, and it ended up being Achan. Ended up being Achan, he was the one. So they asked the Marsha. The Gemara already talks about it. Where did Yeshua get this idea from? About being machrim, saying you can't take any of the spoils. So the, the, the Gemara, the Marsha, based on the Gemara, says he got it from Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu, by a number of the of the conquests in on the east side of the Jordan, did the same thing. So Yeshua was doing the same thing. So what was the problem? Says the Marsha, because reality has changed. You can't do exactly the same thing. And if Salvation talks about this, or Shechter talks about this, and Nachdam Avon of Isfarim, that sometimes we can't be a Mishana to the Mesorah, but we have to be a Machadesh to the Mesorah. We have to apply it in new ways. The Torah is the Torah's Chaim. It has to be applied in new ways during Magephos. There has to be new, pl- applied in new ways. Yeshua ben Nun was doing the exact same thing as Rabbi Moshe did, but now it's post-Arvus. And now if one person takes, the whole nation is responsible. And therefore one has to be careful and one has to know exactly what the situation is. Because now there's Arvus. And generally, it's a positive. There, we were all held accountable. Back to the Jerusalem Lechavseyim. Vinei Bamidbar Shenizono Kulam Milechet Shiramishamayim. How much fighting was there in the Midbar? Everybody got equal portions. Every, the Parnasa was equal. Parnasa was equal. We all had bread. 
We had the same houses, the same huts. Nothing. Generally, again, Chazal say that Aaron Akon was still Oiv Shalom, Rodev Shalom. Must be some people weren't getting along. But generally, everybody had whatever they needed. <coughs> what kind of kinna? Aval, but now they're about to go into Eretz Yisrael. They're about to have Parnasa and your farm and my farm and this. Avalim Yerusha Sa'ares, Kishakol Echad, Echad Mi Yisrael. Everybody now goes. No more bread from Shemayim. But now we have to go and work for a living. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to be Mezake'as. Ve'echnisam bevris ha'arvus. Lios la'am echad goy kadosh. Me'uchad u'me'ugad. B'toro mitzvahs. He put us together. La'avracha. Bevris ha'shem alokecha. Bris ha'achdus. Neged ha'oyev anora mesukan she'el his badlus. A bris to protect from the enemy. What's the enemy? Inner fighting. Bris ha'arvus neged ha'pirut v'sin ha'schinam. Hagam shegolivi yadu, even though Hashem knew what was going to happen in the future. Bayesheni, but Hashem was Danotanu and gave us a chance, gave us the protection that we that we needed. So even though, explains the Jerusalem Lechavseim in the next paragraph, even though generally a bris is on between two sides of the party, this one was emphasizing one side to be strong enough to stay eternal with the other side. This one was for us. So we could be a Zam. How can we be a Zam if we're a strong Am together? If we're a strong Am together. Right, what does Rashi say on Behisasef Rashi'am Yachad Shivte Yisrael? Right, Yachat Shivte Yisrael, then Vayhivi Shurin Melech. Vayhivi Shurin Melech, Rashi quotes at the end of the, uh, of the Torah. And that's what we have to recognize, especially again at this time of, 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 of year. And in this year, we have to recognize looking at each other, to recognize again naturally how much we miss each other. And we have to realize we can still do what we can, making phone calls and giving and being there for each other and doing chesed in any way that we find that, that we can do. So that is the bris that we have this week's parasha repeated. Okay. And then we have what so much of these parashas are about. Moving over, skipping now, Avodah Zarah. Moshe Rabbeinu goes through a lot of the uh, history of what's going to be and the future. Paraglamid. You will do tshuva. Great psukim, every pasuk here is such a such a, a chizuk. Hashem will return your shavus v'richamecha v'chulu. So we have here a discussion of tshuva. Discussion of tshuva says the darkei Musar of Naiman. Regilim Lachshov, such a strong point he has. Regilim Lachshov, we generally think and assume. Ki Hatshuva, he im asa adam eisa avera, tzorachlasos tshuva. So we know we did something wrong, we did an avera, so we have to tshuva for it. We have a stain. We have a stain. That's generally what we focus on in tshuva. Look at all the alchets. Alchet that I did this wrong, and that wrong, and that wrong, and that wrong, and Chayvim Mises, Bezden, and Chayvim Malkus, and everything I did wrong, I did wrong. De- definitely, that's the one aspect. 
But there's another aspect of tshuva that maybe we don't focus on enough. And we have to recognize that it's missable. But we have to focus. What if I didn't do anything wrong? I just didn't reach a level that I could have reached. I don't realize that I did anything wrong. It's not that I spoke Lashon We all do the Chaton. But let's say separate from the Chaton that we do. Let's say I could daven with more Kavana. I could learn more. I could do more. I could be on another level in spirituality. And I'm not. So what's tshuva? I just missed out on something. It's much harder to pin down. That's the greatest chet. When we had potential for something and we didn't reach for that level. If we could have reached a higher level, and we didn't get there, how are you supposed to do kapar for that? What's the tshuva for that? But not on Bittel Torah. Why not on Bittel Torah? Why is Bittel Torah so pernicious? Such a stain? Because the other Averis, if we do tshuva on, and we get an onish for it, then it will cleanse. Right? There's vidui before all the Dalad Mises. But Bittel Torah means, Torah changes me, and crowns me, and gives me a shine spiritually. So if I didn't learn, I didn't get that shine. How do you do tshuva for that? Milvana bever shal Bittel Torah, chaseros lo haskulos, shatorah nosenes lo adam limuda. The skulos, the special, the the intangibles that happen to us when we learn. How are you supposed to clean that? Let's say we didn't do tshuva. You know what? There's a washing machine for neshamas in the future. There's a stain on my neshama, so I'll get cleansed. I'll get punished, and then eventually I'll come out of the washer. I'll be all clean. But this type of quote-unquote sin, there's no stain. It's just a lack. So how do you clean that? You can't clean that. You just didn't reach. It's a base hakvisa. Fascinating. Calls their rock and masa but if we're just missing a level, we didn't get to the level we could have reached. I didn't reach the level of humility that I could have reached. I'm going to be punished for what? I'm just not going to be on that level. So I'm just going to be lower for eternity. So he has a stain, it can be removed. We have to do what we can to get the closest, to reach the highest, not to settle. We don't settle for anything else in life. If we could get a better job, if we could get a better um, whatever, whatever one likes, whatever kind of event there, there's, if you can imagine, we can't remember these things, where we would go to a public get-together for some type of event. Let's say it's an exciting event that I can get better seats and better tickets. 
So we'd want to get the best we could get. No, just give me the back row. No. I want the best seats. So we don't settle for anything in life. We shouldn't settle for who we are. In Avodah Hashem. And that's what the Darky Musr says, Veshavta ad Hashem alokecha. We have to go all the way. We don't, have an, we don't have an infinite loss. We have to shoot for the stars. We have to strive to be the best, to be the best that we could be. Veshavta ad Hashem alokecha, as he calls this, the Tikkun Amidos. Good. Moving right along. Again, these parashas are about shuva, not for uh, coincidental at, at all. So we continue now with a question that we've dealt with in past years as well. If Hashem says, you are far away, Hashem will help you. Hashem will bring you back to the land of your forefathers. He'll give even more. And Hashem will, your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your children. Right? This is one of the Rashi Tevos. The Balaturimir says, Rashi Tevos Elul. Es Lavavcha Ves Lavav. I didn't give you the Balaturim. But the Balaturim says, Lokach, Nogu, Lahashkimulis, Palos, Slichus. May Rosh Chodesh Elul Ve'elach. The tour was one of the sources for Minag of Svardim. Vechain. Lule Hamantios Bedov Hashem. Lule Osios Elul. Shemel Ve'elach. Charadasi Negad Hashem. Right, my charada. So that's the balaturim as a as a remez to Elul. But umal Hashem alkechas levavcha. So ask the Shemi Shmuel. Ask a number of the other mafarshim. The pasuk says here that Hashem will circumcise our hearts. Wait a minute. Remember what we learned a couple of weeks ago in Parshas Ekev, Parak Yud, pasuk Tezayin. What does the pasuk say there? Umal tem es arlas levavchem. You shall circumcise the foreskin of your heart. And your stubbornness do not keep hard anymore. Question one. Is Hashem doing the mila of our heart or are we doing the mila of our heart? Parshas Ekev, we're doing it. Umaltem es arlas levavchem. Parshas Nitzavim, Hashem's doing the mila. Umal Hashem alokechaz levavchem es zarecha. Question one. Ask the Shemi Shmuel. Question two. Why is it that only Mila, usually real Mila, there's an Arla there, there's a foreskin. So Mila of the heart also has a foreskin, right? That's what the Pasuk says in Ekev. Umaltem is Arla Slavavchem. Mal the Arla of your heart. Here there's no Arla when Hashem does it. Umal Hashem lakecha Slavavcha. Veslav Zarecha. So which is the Mila, Hashem or us? And number two, why is Arla only mentioned in the previous uh, section in Parsha's Ekev? Says the Shem Yishmuel, the Sachat Shavu Rebbe. Nira Lefarish. Nira Lefarish. Dine B'varches Ekev, Kasev Umadam Azar Zlovavchem. Di Mitzvah La'adam Asoso. V'kanksev Umadam Azar Zlovavchem. V'kanksev V'kvar Dibarnu Bazer Mikol Makom in Beis Medrash V'lechidish. So I'll say the following. V'nira. Od Lomar. Ki ha'adam b'tiv'o la'achar achilas adam arishon. Me'et hadas tovara. Yesh lo shnei yitzarim mitolada. Since the chet of the Eitz inside of us we have two Yetzers. Right? B'shnei Yitzrecha. Yetzer Tov and the Yetzer Har. Yetzer Tov b'chalal hayimin shel halev. The Yetzer Tov in the right side 
of the heart. I don't think this has to be the physical heart. The spiritual heart. <coughs> One side is the Yetzir Tov. And the Yetzir on the left side. The right is always symbolizing the good and the strong. But because of our sins, you know what happens? The Yetzir starts expanding. The Yetzir starts moving into the borders and the side of the Yetzir Tov. Misgadel ha-yetzahara u-mispashet v'otem eschal ha-yemini. It creates, the yetzahara creates a covering, a thick elephant skin on the right side. So our yetzahara is covered up. And therefore it's not as strong and it's not as viable and it's not as vibrant because it's covered up by the yetzahara who went over his boundary. Nimsa yetzahara mechuse v'tamun b'tach ha-chal yemini the Yetzirah is hidden in there. That's the Arla. The foreskin is the covering that the Yetzirah covers the Yetzirah on the other side of the heart. That's what Rashi says in Parshas Ekev. The Yetzirah where it is is not an Arla. That's where it's supposed to be. There's no covering there. We're, bo- we're born since Adam Marisha. We're born with the Yetzirah on one side, Yetzirah on the other side. The only Arla is when the Yetzirah goes over to the Yetzirah side and covers it. But the Yetzirah is supposed to be there. There's no Arla there. Einenu nikra Arla, shareinenu otem umechsem uma, mechasem uma, elakachu minatolanda. That's what we're born with. Umuvan shezeha otem anikra Arla, maglo yoser, as a chukalara. But the, the bigger the Yetzirah gets, and the more it expands, and the more it covers up, it's even stronger. And it's harder. Right? Kivish Anas says, Adam, we do it in Avera. Once, Hutralo. Umikamakom. Says the Shem Yishmuel. Machmas Shemitziu. So he had the Adam Ba'atzmo. Yishlomala Shemikamakom. Be'ad Adam Lasiru Mimenu. Man has the power to remove the covering. Because man was the one that brought that covering on through sin. Man has the power to remove that Arla, that Yetzahara that went out of its boundaries. That man could do. Man cannot remove the Yetzahara from the left side, though. That we're born with. We can't remove that. What we could do is we could channel it. We could channel the power of that Yetzahara. What does the Gemara say? They got rid of the Yetzahara, and therefore nobody was having children. The Yetzahara could also be used in the physical realm, in, in, with positive power of Taiva. Hashem can minimize it, if He decides. Hashem can give us heavenly divine help in order to make our Yetzir Tov take over more and make the Yetzirah smaller. The Alkain, therefore, Parshas Ekev, it says you, meaning us, there's Arla mentioned there. Because that's our job to make the Yetzirah smaller. But that, that's on the left side, that's basically what we're born with. We can't remove it. We can't totally get rid of it. Hashem's going to come. There's no Arla here. Because this is Hashem doing it, helping us. It can't be totally removed. Because what does that mean then? 
if it's totally removed, that means it didn't have a purpose in life. It didn't have a purpose in creation. Every single thing Hashem creates has a purpose. What does it say in Perk Yavos? Ein l'cha adam she'ein lo shah. Ein l'cha adam she'ein lo zman. She'siluk v'heder shayach lo marak b'psoles abriya. Removal only applies to something garbage. Psoles. Klipa l'pri, like a shell or a peel. Avozeshu miseder abriya. Even the Yitzhahara is a bria, is a shliach. Even the Yitzhahara is a shliach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that, those are the two psukim. And our job is to take that Yetzirah with divine help and as much as we can use it for the power of good, channel it for Azus, for Azus de Kedusha, to be brazen and stand strong in our rut zone to be able to, to serve HaKadosh Baruch. One final point that the Shemi Shmua brings up. That I forgot to mention. After this whole discussion of Umal Hashem Alokecha, right? Hashem circumcised our heart. After we already have the Psukim, Pasik Beis, Vishatar Hashem Alokecha, Pasik Gimel, Vishav Hashem Alokecha, all this Shuva, and finally Hashem circumcises our heart. What does Pasik Ches say? Viatata Shuva, Shamata, Vikal Hashem. Viasis is called a mitzvosa, then you'll do Shuva. Didn't we do Shuva already? We already did Shuva. Earlier psukim, and then Hashem Debu's even malar heart and, and covered up our Yitzhahara. So, wh- what else is being referred to here? Says the Shemi Shmuel. Says the Shemi Shmuel. Now, on the right side, let's just add if somebody has a very dirty shirt to give a mushal, dirty shirt is disgusting. On the right side of the same page. Uh, nobody's going to notice a little drop of dirt on the dirty shirt because it's totally dirty. Anyway, if somebody has a clean shirt and then there's a dot, that's noticeable. Because the cleaner something is and something gets, so then all of a sudden dirt is noticeable that you didn't even notice when it was so dirty. Says the Shemi Shmuel, there are some sins, there are some things that we're doing wrong that we, we that we're, it's not even on the radar. Because there are so many other major things that we're working on that we can't even focus on those other things. Only after we do tshuva and we start moving up, then we realize what more we have to do and other things that we have to work on that we didn't even realize earlier. So after the whole tshuva process and after Hashem is mal our hearts, then there's more tshuva. V'shaftat Hashem alokecha. V'yesh lafarish on the right, right side. Based on the level of a person, the greatest tzaddik looks at tshuva that he has to do, but the, the, the regular, all of us, we don't even think that's an Avera. That you're doing tshuva on. I'm not going to be there for a while. That's Avonos that I recognize as Averos. Fine. Oh, there's more. Dakim, Dakim, Me'ele. Sholohi Kiram Lachet. I didn't realize those. And that only comes afterwards. And he quotes, This is Yadua, the story of Rav Sadigon. It's the only story of Rav Sadigon that I'm aware of. Maybe there are more, but this is the one that's quoted. Right there. So we've mentioned this in past years. Rav Sadigon once came to his Talmudim and he said, Ah, oh, I have to do tshuva, I have to do tshuva. Like, what do you do wrong? He's like, Nothing. Like, what happened? He's like, I was just traveling and I was at an inn. And it was fine. The innkeeper was very nice to me. 
and it was fine. I was about to leave in the morning, and all of a sudden, somebody recognized who I was. And they started saying, Rafsadigon, Rafsadigon, my goodness, Rafsadigon. And the innkeeper looks at me and says, Well, you're Rafsadigon. I can't believe that. I would have given you this, this special suite. I would have given you extra coffee. I would have given you. And Rafsadi goes like, don't worry, you're fine. You, you treated me very nicely. And, Rav, and the, the innkeeper's like, no, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. If I would have known who you are, I would have given you more and more. And Rafsadi goes like, I couldn't convince him. Because he kept saying, if I would have known, if I would have known. Says Rafsadi goes to his Talmidim, every day I have a deeper recognition of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Every day I have more Hodat HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So every day I say, Hashem, wow, if I would have known, I would have done more and more and more. So every day I have to do tshuva. Because every day... Is something that I I more hakar v'kadosh baruch hu, and that's this that's va'atat tashuv, that's pasaches. Even after tshuva is done, and Hashem even has helped us circumcising our hearts, then there's another element of tshuva on the averis dakos, on the extra things that we didn't even realize in the first place. Okay, the whole par- the whole parsha is about tshuva, so we continue, we continue. Shishi nitzavim ki ha-mitzvah hazos asher anochi mitzavcha This mitzvah that you are doing, that I am commanding you, lo neflesim imchav lo rechokahi, it's not far, it's not hard. What's this mitzvah? So Chazal say Talmud Torah, but uh, the Ramban says tshuva. This is about uh, tshuva. So the question is, it doesn't seem so easy. Why does the Torah say it's easy? Why isn't it easy? Right? It's close. Rashi on Pazik Yadal quotes Chazal from Gemara and Erevin that this Gemara, this, these Pesukim are about Torah. Torah is not far away and Torah is easy. But the Ramban says it's about Shuva. So why isn't it easy for us? Why isn't it easy for us? So he says one word. We might have mentioned this, I think, 10 years ago. In the Parsha Shir, why isn't it easy? Why isn't it easy for us? One word, Hergel. Hergel. We get used to who we are. We get used to habits. We get used to doing things in a certain way. We get used to talking to our spouse in a certain way, to our children. We get used to talking to our neighbors. We get used to davening in a certain way. We get used to learning a certain amount. We get used to saying hamapil with a certain level of kavana and no more. We get used to things. That's the that's the problem. As he calls the title of this mamar, Tardema Sahergel. The Tardema. Tardema is the deep sleep. The deep sleep of Hergel. Hergel puts us into a sleep. We sleepwalk through life, as the Rambam says, both in Hilchas Shuva and in Hilchas Mezuzah. Says the Rav Chaim Shvalevitz, line 10. Bir ha'inyan, asono shel adam hu bekach, shu misragel ha'matzavo. We become accustomed to our level. Yehei garu ha'veshafel kasher yeh, whatever it is. Umashlim hu imkol matzav. And we're okay with everything. We're okay with mediocrity. Zil kocho shel hergel. V'kivan shekeni nomargesh, sorach lachzor b'tshuva, I'm okay, I'm fine. Like we were talking about before from the Darki Musr. We focus on faults. We don't see any faults. Okay, we're good. But we don't realize what we're missing. If we realize where we are and where we've gotten to, like someone who never heard of death. All of a sudden, he hears of death. He'll be scared. He'll be, what's going on? But we're Misragel. 
We're misragal to the idea that we only have 120 years. So it doesn't shock us. Right? And then he quotes, this is uh, well known in the world of Sichas Musa. Remember, he talks about the Gemara of Chushim. Sota Dafyud Gimel, where all the brothers are waiting and they're burying Yaakov Avinu and they're stuck because Esav is there and they have to go back to Mitzrayim to get the document. They're waiting for Naphtali. And Chushim, who was deaf, who was in the back of the crowd, says, what's going on here? What are we waiting for? And they explain to him, you know, Esav is here. We have to prove that he's, that uh, it's our, it's Yaakov's Chelek and he went to get the document. And Chushim says, I don't understand. And until that happens, my grandfather's going to sit here, Bibi Zayan, one of the Avos, Hawanas Hameis, and what does Chushim do? He goes over to Esav and takes care of business. No more Esav and they're ready to bury Yaakov. What did Chushim see that the others didn't see? Why were the others unable to, to cut, through the, cut through the chase and just, just do what was supposed to be done? They got used to the situation. Yaakov's lying here. They got used to it. And when we get used to things, then it doesn't uh, shock us. It doesn't surprise us. We get used to things. I might add... I might add, there are many people everywhere that have gotten used to, and again, nobody wants it, but a little bit, a little bit, sometimes we have it. Sometimes if there's a minion outside my house, if there's a minion in the backyard, and there's a minion in the shul, let's say, in the place where the shuls are open or near the shul, sometimes people say, you know, there's a little convenience factor because we're misragel. What we're used to. We have to be shocked back into it, a basic a shul. We should be crying that we can't be in shul. Be crying that we're outside every time. We can't get used to it. We can't get used to the fact that we're all over the place. And I just have to roll out and go to a merpeset. No, we have to recognize that we can't get used to these things. We have to recognize that be like chushim, not to get used to it. And he quotes, but that's the greatest danger. That's the greater, the greatest uh, prevention, minia of of tshuva. And he quotes other examples as well. But this is life. Human beings get used to things. I gave you of Dessler in the first volume, source number eight. We quoted this in other contexts. I don't know if you ever quoted this in a Parshish year. Rav Dessler writes, talking about Teva and Nase. Talking about nature and Nase. Says Rav Dessler. And again, this could be a machloka between the Rambam and the Ramban. He's following a Ramban type of view. The Ramban at the end of Parsha's bow. Says Rav Dessler, it all comes from Hashem. Teva is really HaKadosh Baruch Hu's involvement every second. But it's really nice. It's really directly from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's just what we're used to. What we're hurgal to. And he says on line 17, Let's say you're looking out your kitchen window, says Rav Dassler, and all of a sudden you see the ground start shaking, and you see a finger come out of the ground, and you start shaking, and then you see a hand come out of the ground, and you're like, take out the, the, the phone, take a selfie, right, and then the arm, and the body, and all that. You mamish, we witnessed Tchiyas Mason. We'll be in shock. And yet, says Rav Dessler, if we look outside of our window and we fast forward time and all of a sudden we see a leaf come out of the ground and behind the leaf is a branch and behind the branch is a trunk and behind the trunk are roots, we're not so impressed. And it doesn't shock us. What's the difference between a body coming out of the ground and a tree coming out of the ground? Says Rav Dessler, Mitzan Hashem, nothing. It's all HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's just what we're used to. 
Abba Emesi says Rav Dessler on line twenty-seven. Ki ein beneis v'teva klum hakol neisu kol olam kula kanser Hashem, and it's all just to test us, to give us bechira chavshis. Beretzono hayinu maasav anagaso ki kol asher beretzono mishave meelav. Everything that happens is from Hashem. The question is, do we see HaKadosh Baruch Hu? In the Hisraglus, in what we are used to, do we see HaKadosh Baruch Hu? That's the Shaila, and it's our job to see Hashem. Okay, you can continue reading it, but we'll uh, continue. Two more thoughts. Two more thoughts. Now we get into Parshas Vayelach. Parshas Vayelach. Says the Nitziv, if you look at the Psukim, it seems like somewhat of a repeat. Perak Lamad Aleph, if you look at the Psukim, Perak Lamad Aleph, Moshe Rabbeinu is talking about Avodazar being done in the future. This is just a historical Nitziv. A historical Nitziv. Hashem says to Moshe, you're going to die. The people are going to do Avodazar. Asher Ubashama, Vazavani, Vapor is Brisi, Ashakaratito. There's going to be Esther Panim. They're going to have a Tsaris. Why? So it sounds like we did have a Tsaris. Hashem's going to punish us. Then we have Kisvul Lachem as Ashira Azos. And then again we have, we come to Eretz Israel. Ufana Elohim Achirim Pasachaf. Vavadim. The Niatsuni, the Hefer is Brisi, and we give them more Tsaris. Says the Nitziv, it's just a repeat. Avodazara punishment, going to Eretz Yisrael, Avodazara punishment. Says the Nitziv, it's two different time periods in history that's being broadcast and prophesied by Akadish Baruch Hu to Moshe. Says the Nitziv, again, we're not going to read the whole thing. I gave you a bunch of it. Feel free to look at it. On the right side, Avoyesh Ladas. Dezua Parsha Hi, Mamar Nivui, Al Zmanim. This is about two times in history that Bnei Yisrael worshipped Avodah Navi. One is Sefer Shoftim. It kept saying, Bnei Yisrael, they did, they did whatever they wanted. And then the second time is in Sefer Malachim. This is the Nitziv that one needs to learn in order to understand Avodah of Shoftim and Avodah of Shmuel and Malachim. The Nitziv gives a mashal, just like the Psukim often compare Avodah to Znus, and when we stray from Hashem, it's like being Mizane. So the Nitziv also uh, goes with that mashal. So he says, Mashal Isha Azona Achar Baila. Share Yisrael Nimshul Isha Bechomakum Benevim. Yesh Hine. Yesh Isha Ohebes as Baila. Verotishkami Hu Yehavena. Vitim Akotzarcha. You have one situation where the woman, the wife loves the husband and she wants to stay married and she loves the affection and the connection and the relationship. But she's not used to being married. She's used to doing whatever she wants without rules. She's used to being with other husbands, other men. The husband says, make sure you're loyal. Make sure you don't act like you used to act. But she didn't listen. And she happened to, she happened to fall. She happened to fall into Znus. And the Baal starts screaming at her. Deep down, what does she want? Deep down, she wants to say, I'm sorry. Deep down, she wants to, she wants the connection. 
but she can't. And every time the husband is more marchiker, so she just goes and she falls more and more and more into the abyss. But really, at root, it wasn't lahachis. It started off as a mikre. She should say, please forgive me. Help me. I want to be with you. That was safe for Shoftim. Everybody was doing Avodah Zarah. They weren't used to not. They didn't get rid of what they had earlier. And therefore they fell. And that's the first section of the of the psukim that is read here. He works it out with the psukim. We're not going to read it right now, but he says bismana malachim. It was a different situation. Bismana malachim yimei malchi Yehuda Yisrael Yehuda achar binyan abayis. That wasn't a woman who just fell b'mikra. Hayinyan dome leisha shabayla rodeif achareb abba yaseir. The husband is chasing after her. Please, please be faithful. Be loyal. I don't want this relationship. And she looks for ways to try to get the husband to hate her and to do lahachas things against the husband. And he'll, so the husband will divorce her. And it'll be better if I marry somebody else. I won't have any laws. I won't have any limits. So she does all these toevos because she wants to ruin the relationship. That was safe for Malachim. Those were all the kings and all the Abodazara that was done then. In those days. And then a tip goes through the psukim, how this fits in. But again, it's two different stages of Avodah Zarah. Obviously, the second one is the more chamor. The second one brought about the Churban Beis HaMikdash. But this is Avodah Zarah. Again, we can't fathom it totally right now in that um, we don't have such a taiva for real Avodah Zarah, but we have to know anytime that our world is centered around something else other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's a, a Shemetz. That's a Shemetz of Avodah Zarah as well. So we have to try to make sure that we're focused on HaKadosh Baruch Hu as this last vart, as this last thought uh, highlights for us. So the Torah, the last uh, mitzvah in the Torah is right here. Kisvul Lachem Ashira Azos, write a Sefer Torah. But the Torah is called Ashira. The Torah is called Ashira, a song. What do we learn from the fact that the Torah is called a song? Right, Rev Salvechik, unbelievable. The process, somebody just once just asked me recently, one of my Tamidim asked me, Rabbi, what's with singing? We're getting into the Slichas and Piyutim mode. So I said, I didn't know, I, before I found this this week, singing goes to a certain spot in our hearts that even, even other aspects of Avodah Hashem don't get to. The process of learning. Torah is supposed to be that. That's why Torah is called Ashira. The process of learning is first and foremost an intellectual performance, while singing is an emotional performance. The aesthetic experience, the artistic experience, is more dynamic than the intellectual experience. It fascinates, arouses passion as the power of awakening hidden desires and aspirations. Music is a most powerful means to arouse man, to psych him up. It shares with the religious experience the tremor and the excitement, the longing and the joy one feels, when confronted with something exalted, beautiful, and sublime, you can't explain it. The Torah is called a Shira because the goal of learning is to be totally subsumed in Torah as if the average person on the street is consumed and subsumed by a song. The aesthetic musical experience is a total one. The whole of man is immersed in when somebody is singing with their heart. 
they're totally, their eyes are closed and they're focused on it. The same is, should be and must be true of Talmud Torah. The teacher is Hashem and through study we meet the great teacher. We sit at his feet and listen to him eagerly. Chazal tell us we can't forget Torah. We, would forget, we wouldn't forget Torah if we loved it so much. If it was a total experience, it wouldn't be forgotten. And then he quotes unbelievably autobiographically. Let me just inject again what Talmud Torah meant to me during those three bleak and dreary years which have taken their toll when he lost his wife and his father and his brother, his wife and his, uh, and his brother, um, says the, his father was earlier, and his mother, I'm sorry, uh, says the, uh, says Rav Salvechik, the fact that I survived intellectually, emotionally, during the bleak years of mourning, mental agony, loneliness, desolation, is only due to my commitment to Torah. My commitment to Torah is a total one. I have one love. This is Torah. I am not a mystic. The Rav was a brisker. Yet while studying the Gemara, I always felt that someone is with me, that a mysterious friend, teacher, companion watches over me. If Talmud Torah were just an intellectual pursuit, I would not have experienced the unseen presence of the teacher. The study of Torah, it's total, it's redemptive, it's cathartic, it's mystical. That's the goal of Torah. Torah is called a song because just like we understand, a song is emotional and we get into it. So too Torah has to have that, even when we're learning alone. And not just Torah should be sung, sing song, in a way that we remember it. But we have to try to make Torah the experience of a lifetime. And ki mitzvah azos, yes, means shuvah. And we spoke a lot about shuvah tonight. But we also have to remember, chazal say, ki mitzvah azos, lo neflesi is Torah. And therefore we have to recognize that it behooves us to make sure we have shuvah in Torah, in tefillah, in chesed, in all of the areas, yihiratzon, that this year, tich lashana, Bekil Oseha, Tachul Shano Berchosel, Atavshin Pei Aleph, be a year of Bracha, Atzlacha, Refuos, Yeshuos, and Geulos, Be'ezus Hashem. Again, I don't know when the next year is going to be. Next week there won't be a Parsha year. Um, I'm not sure if there'll be one on Ha'azinu. I will uh, try try to, depending on the uh, on the schedule of Shabbat Shuvah, I'll try to do one on Ha'azinu. But Be'ezus Hashem will figure out the schedule and then be amazing to. After Yantif, as we're looking ahead, Tavshin Bay Aleph, get into, um, I think, our, our 13th cycle, Beth Hashem, that will be starting, Beth Hashem, in a couple of weeks. But again, we still have, I hope, uh, Hazina, I will try to get this year, to get a year up. Okay? Everybody have a good Shabbos.